Section 30 of The Art of Worldly Wisdom. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Sonrisa, Servision.org. The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Baltasar Gracian, translated by Joseph Jacobs. Section 30. 271. In every occupation, if you know little, stick to the safest. If you are not respected as subtle, you will be regarded as sure. On the other hand, a man well trained can plunge in and act as he pleases. To know little and yet seek danger is nothing else than to seek ruin. In such a case, take stand on the right hand, for what is done cannot be undone. Let little knowledge keep to the king's highway, and in every case, knowing or unknowing, security is shrewder than singularity. 272. Sell things by the tariff of courtesy. You oblige people most that way. The bid of an interested buyer will never equal the return gift of an honorable recipient of a favor. Courtesy does not really make presents, but really lays men under obligation, and generosity is the great obligation. To a right-minded man nothing costs more dear than what is given him. You sell it him twice and for two prices, one for the value, one for the politeness. At the same time, it is true that with vulgar souls generosity is gibberish, for they do not understand the language of good breeding. 273. Comprehend their dispositions with whom you deal, so as to know their intentions, cause known, effect known, beforehand in the disposition and after in the motive. The melancholy man always foresees misfortunes, the backbiter scandals. Having no conception of the good, evil offers itself to them. A man moved by passion always speaks of things differently from what they are. It is his passion speaks, not his reason. Thus each speaks as his feeling or his humor prompts him, and all far from the truth. Learn how to decipher faces and spell out the soul in the features. If a man laughs always, set him down as foolish. If never, as false. Beware of the gossip. He is either a babbler or a spy. Expect little good from the misshapen. They generally take revenge on nature and do little honor to her, as she has done little to them. Beauty and folly generally go hand in hand. 274. Be attractive. It is the magic of subtle courtesy. Use the magnet of your pleasant qualities more to obtain good will than good deeds, but apply it to all. Merit is not enough unless supported by grace which is the sole thing that gives general acceptance and the most practical means of rule over others. To be in vogue is a matter of luck, yet it can be encouraged by skill, for art can best take root on a soil favored by nature. There goodwill grows and develops into universal favor. 275. Join in the game as far as decency permits. Do not always pose and be a bore. This is a maxim for gallant bearing. You may yield a touch of dignity to gain the general goodwill. 
you may now and then go where most go, yet not beyond the bounds of decorum. He who makes a fool of himself in public will not be regarded as discreet in private life. One may lose more on a day of pleasure than has been gained during a whole life of labor. Still, you must not always keep away. To be singular is to condemn all others. Still less act the prude, leave that to its appropriate sex. Even religious prudery is ridiculous. Nothing so becomes a man as to be a man. A woman may affect a manly bearing as an excellence, but not vice versa. 276. Know how to renew your character. With the help both of nature and of art. Every seven years the disposition changes, they say. Let it be a change for the better and for the nobler in your taste. After the first seven comes reason. With each succeeding luster, let a new excellence be added. Observe this change so as to aid it, and hope also for betterment in others. Hence it arises that many change their behavior when they change their position or their occupation. At times the change is not noticed till it reaches the height of maturity. At twenty, man is a peacock. At thirty, a lion. At forty, a camel. At fifty, a serpent. At sixty, a dog. At seventy, an ape. At eighty, nothing at all. 277. Display yourself. Tis the illumination of talents. For each there comes an appropriate moment. Use it, for not every day comes a triumph. There are some dashing men who make much show with a little, a whole exhibition with much. If ability to display them is joined to versatile gifts, they are regarded as miraculous. There are whole nations given to display. The Spanish people take the highest rank in this. Light was the first thing to cause creation to shine forth. Display fills up much, supplies much, and gives a second existence to things, especially when combined with real excellence. Heaven that grants perfection provides also the means of display, for one without the other were abortive. Skill is, however, needed for display. Even excellence depends on circumstances and is not always opportune. Ostentation is out of place when it is out of time. More than any other quality, it should be free of any affectation. This is its rock of offense, for it then borders on vanity and so on contempt. It must be moderate to avoid being vulgar, and any excess is despised by the wise. At times it consists in a sort of mute eloquence, a careless display of excellence, for a wise concealment is often the most effective boast since the very withdrawal from view piques curiosity to the highest. Tis a fine subtlety, too, not to display one's excellence all at one time, but to grant stolen glances at it more and more as time goes on. Each exploit should be the pledge of a greater, and applause at the first should only die away in expectation of its sequel. 278 Avoid notoriety in all things. Even excellences become defects if they become notorious. Notoriety arises from singularity, which is always blamed. He that is singular is left severely alone. Even beauty is decredited by coxcombry, 
which offends by the very notice it attracts. Still more does this apply to discreditable singularities. Yet among the wicked there are some that seek to be known for seeking novelties in vice, so as to attain to the fame of infamy. Even in matters of the intellect, want of moderation may degenerate into loquacity. 279. Do not contradict the contradictor. You have to distinguish whether the contradiction comes from cunning or from vulgarity. It is not always obstinacy, but may be artfulness. Notice this, for in the first case one may get into difficulties, in the other into danger. Caution is never more needed than against spies. There is no such countercheck to the picklock of the mind as to leave the key of caution in the lock. 280. Be trustworthy. Honorable dealing is at an end. Trusts are denied. Few keep their word. The greater the service, the poorer the reward. That is the way with all the world nowadays. There are whole nations inclined to false dealing. With some, treachery has always to be feared. With others, breach of promise. With others, deceit. Yet this bad behavior of others should rather be a warning to us than an example. The fear is that the sight of such unworthy behavior should override our integrity. But a man of honor should never forget what he is, because he sees what others are. End of section 30